What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. Yo, what is good? It is Marcus or Pink. What up, what up? It's Charles or Chuck. And we're starting 2024 with a bang. We have a special guest. Hey. Hello, everybody. Um, it's Mr. R. My name is Ramin. I've been a competitive <laughs> Smash player since 2008. And uh, traveled <laughs> a lot within Europe and America and Japan. So, uh, yeah. Wait, real quick, Ramen. Just so we can get the respect right off the rip, tell me some of your accomplishments you have had throughout Smash history because we have some <laughs> ultimate boomers in the Damn, podcast that well, are listening. So I, I need you to list your accolades so they instantly okay. respect your opinions on this game because right, you're giving me an opportunity to flex right away. Yes, from the start, so immediately don't mind that one bit. Uh, but sure, if, for those of you that don't know me, or like I guess for more of the ultimate players, the newer ultimate players that weren't around. Um, so I was the, the best Mars player in Europe uh, for a while. And then eventually I was like top, yeah, in Brawl. Then I was like top two Mars player alongside Mikaneko. And uh, I was the best Brawl player in Europe and the best Smash 4 player in Europe. And then uh, when Ultimate came out, you know, Things uh, went a little bit differently. Wait, so what was your what was your global rank in Brawl? I know, like we didn't have really global rankings. Um, would you put yourself in like the top ten? It was a little bit Brawl? iffy with Brawl because the global rankings did come out, but they came out like when Smash Four was already happening, or like you know, it came out way later. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. official rankings, and it was just I think it was top twenty five or top twenty. I think I was seventeenth yeah, on it. Like I forgot where I was, but it was not not really accurate. I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah, but you were definitely a top contender in Brawl. World, like, yeah, yeah. world ranked, at least like top 20, I would say, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think on the global ranking, I was top 20 or top 25. I don't quite remember. And also, I played Smash 4. And um, I played Sheik instead of Marth in Smash 4. Because uh, Marth just wasn't the same, you know? Brawl Marth is a special type of character. True. Pre-patch uh, Smash 4 uh, Marth was bad. He eventually got buffs, and Leo actually had a lot of success with Marth in Smash 4, but yeah. In the beginning, yeah, well, he, but Brawl Mark is cooler. Brawl I didn't Mark play him. Yeah, I didn't play him because he was bad. Well, he was also bad pre-patch, but he was just too floaty for me because yeah. I like the, the faster Marth in Brawl. Um, so I just played Sheik, which is fine because Sheik was completely busted in that game. So that kind of kind of worked out for me. Um, but yeah, like yeah, I just played Sheik. Didn't play. Well, tell him your Brawl global Mark. ranks in Smash Four. I mean, that was probably your best oh. game, right, in terms of ranking. So for Smash 4, uh, the very first tournament, because the DS version came out first, right? And yeah. the very first tournament on the console um, was Sky's Invitational. A little bit cursed, thinking of it back now. But I won that tournament. <laughs> I think, uh, I think I forgot who got second, but I think Zero got second. And then Naro got third. I don't quite remember. But I won that tournament, and then... I was fourth in the first season of Smash 4, like, worldwide. So, pretty high. And then uh, I was, like, top 10 for the remainder of, like, the four seasons. It was, like, 10th, 8th, 7th, 8th, like, something along those lines. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. I know uh, there. you also had a lot of famous moments in Smash 4. You were the one, <laughs> the man who got robbed many times. So. Oh, yeah. Looking it was, a, it was a combination of a lot of things, honestly, because uh, Shiku's is the perfect combo weight. And Rage. Oh my god, Smash 4. Yeah, against like Rage characters. So, for example, like Zero Suit only needed a grab when she was at Rage percent at like 
22% against Sheik, pretty much. 22 to, like, 30. And then you, you just always that? die. Like, you're just always going to die. I've seen as low as, like, 8%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Depending on the platform um, layout, yeah. <laughs> so it would, it would happen a lot. It still happens to Sheik in this game as well. I don't know. You guys saw Web at Summit, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the like panic double jump. There, there, it wasn't as... Yeah. It's not as bad. I not think because a little bit more opportunities. Like, you still have to make some pretty large mistakes. But in Smash 4, it you had... I mean, There's you more game had the best sure. neutral in the game. So it was like, if when you got shit on, it was kind of like whatever. But It was deserved. Like, I, honestly, I, I didn't get upset at, like, most of those... Like rage kills, I didn't get too upset by it because she was really busted in Smash Four. Like if yeah. she didn't have that against her, she'd be she'd be so broken. I mean, she already was really broken anyway, so it was fine. Like you know, it was balanced because of it. We played a lot of Smash Four together, Robin. Like a lot. We did. Nobody knows. Like, like people don't truly know how much we played. Like hours and hours and hours every single day. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was. It was fun because back then, Gavin was like the only one that wanted to grind. <laughs> and I was like, damn, nobody wants to play at this house, even though this is like a quote-unquote smash house, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, this is great because Gavin plays so many characters. You know, he doesn't just play one character. So I can learn all these matchups. And he, at the time, you're like top five-ish. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think you were. For like, I think you were during the Bayo yeah. era, at least. Uh, if it was um, that, then it was more like t- top two. In the world, I yeah. don't, I don't, I forgot about Smash Four. Honestly, that makes sense though. Um, yeah, so it was good practice. You play all these characters, you know. It was great. I wish I had that right now. Like, why can't you just like live next to me, Gavin? That'd be great. <laughs> oh yeah, you, uh, Gavin. I mean, th- speaking of like old school sets, I think one of the more iconic sets is uh, Gavin kept the curse going at Hyrule Saga because you almost won Hyrule Saga with Sheik. And I mean, if you guys oh, don't know about yeah. the uh, the curses of the 2GG Sagas, 2GG was a <laughs> organization that made tournaments and they would always theme tournaments either by, you know, Hyrule Saga or, I mean, I think there was like a DK Saga, like, you know, something along those lines. And then they also did it by players. So they had like a Zero Saga, a Leo Saga, they never did a tweak saga, which I think when they did not, they did not do a tweak saga. Did. How did I get a saga and you didn't get a saga? Yeah, Pink what? Fresh got a saga. Oh yeah, the Pink Fresh saga. But the, right. the, the, the running <laughs> thing was the player that it was the saga for or whatever the theme was, they would at, never actually win the event. And that was like a curse. And that was like a whole storyline thing. And tweak was one of the people that denied or like kept the curse going for like most of it, I think. I, I think there's like a number count. I don't know the exact number counts, but there's like a list of all these players that stopped the or like really kept the curse going. And Hyrule Saga Ramen was one of the closest people would ever do it because he got into grands, and most of the time, it, like people wouldn't even get into grands. So just some cool stuff. What I don't get about the saga curse is how real it actually was. Like it was. Real. I went there, and I got seventeenth with pre patch Bayo. For my saga, and then Bayo got nerfed, and Katar saga was the next saga, and then I won. What? How does that make sense? Like, How do you win with nerfed Bayo? Did he beat Mars that tournament? Yeah. You did, right? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but, like, how does that make sense? Like, I, like, pre, dude, like, pre patch Bayo was so unreasonable. It was, and then I'm just, I, I just, I'm just losing to everybody. Like, I, I just don't <laughs> get it. And, man. It's real. I, 
So we got some topics to get into. If you guys want to hear more stories about us going into the past about Brawl and Smash 4, we're going to have that on our Patreon. We have a specific tier for guests. I know we've been slacking on the guests, so we're going to have two guests uh, in January because we didn't have one in December. Um, and the guest Patreon episodes are the $10 tier, or you can go with the $5 tier, and we have weekly uh, content for you guys. So go ahead and check that out. If you guys haven't already, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe here on YouTube. And if you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate the podcast. That helps us a ton to get us into the algorithm to give us more of this content that you guys love so much. But we have some great tournaments coming up. We have Let's Make Big Moves coming up this weekend, as well as Umibora. And a lot of top players kind of you know, spreading out and going to different ones. I guess we can just cover Let's Make Big Moves first and kind of go over your bracket, Gavin, if you're down. Yeah, sure. I guess the last thing I wanted to say before we get into that. Okay. I've known Ron for a long time, and I've always hated Sheik. In <laughs> and this is the this reason. Is true. This is the this man. Is true. This is the man is that true. made Gavin hate Sheik. I actually I think can, I can verify. I actually think Ramen could be like the source of like the true hatred because I used to play him like a you lot, a lot. Even before, before yeah. we lived together for a bit, like uh, whenever Ramen was in like Jersey or or in general, like we just played a bunch, and he would just beat my ass for hours, like Sheik versus Cloud, like. He hit me with untapped. That matchup, I'd beat you, yeah. <laughs> but in your bail was tough. In friendlies and in tournament. But he would hit me with untackable stuff all the time. He'd, just, he'd hit me and kill me. Like, I hated Sheik, so. <laughs> he beat your Royal Flush? He beat me multiple times in that matchup. He beat me at, like, Big House, too. Or like that a, matchup was tough, though. I don't know which Big House it was, but he beat me all the time. Um so shout outs to that. But yeah, we could get into let's make big moves. He did. <laughs> oh, not the DK. The DK versus the ramen sheik. <laughs> it was, it was scary, last, man. It was my last hope, bro. For those of you that don't know, like in Smash 4, DK had like a kill setup that just required a grab. It was called the ding dong. <laughs> so as Sheik, because of what I mentioned earlier, she's like the perfect like combo weight against yeah. characters like that. You get grabs around like 60-ish. When he has rage, you're just dead. Like, there's nothing you can do. So, they counterpick FD. You know, there's no platforms. Nowhere <laughs> I can run. <laughs> nowhere I can cap. I just have to face him, you know? It's yeah. a fight. Like, and uh, it's scary. You just have to make no mistakes. Like, on yeah. paper, Sheik won that matchup. But when wins, you threw, yeah. if you throw in human, just like human error, that's when DK players. I mean, I mean, there's that famous clip of Larry, like, down airing Void after, like, a. It's clear air dodge like way off stage and stuff like that like that matchup was bad yeah and me versus hikaru that went to game five at civil war yeah. oh i was gonna God. get top eight and then he, <laughs> gra- he, gra- he grabbed me and then i didn't get top eight <laughs> such was smash four <laughs> what, what we played that game really seriously I, sometimes i look yeah. back at that game i'm like damn i put two my stocks, fucking life dude. on the line for this game like that two is stocks. crazy dude how insane were we stressed, like really stressed every game? Two stocks? Yes. Yes. Like, that many rate setups? Crazy to me. Like, were we not like shaking every time we played that game? Like, that's you terrible. Had to be. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that Max's idea? Can we blame Max <laughs> for that? I feel like it was his idea, right? I think he started a two stock movement. 
Did he? I thought everyone was just like, oh, Florgory has two stocks. Dude, if we had know, three stocks, you know how many timeouts with Sonic and Rosa we would have had? It, it was like, it was like, it, I, yeah. we needed no, two stocks. There was no good answer. There was, there was no, no good answer. There was, there was, the true. game was not good, so it couldn't be a good answer. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe it wasn't Max at all. I just remember towards I'm the end so of Raw, he was trying to make Raw like a one-stock game. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. <laughs> it does sound like some Max shit. All right, all right. All yeah, in favor of voting Max. Okay, that's a good transition to let's make big moves as well, because it's a steve ban tournament so regardless if max is right or wrong at least he has enough courage to actually try things you know i, I, mean? I will always respect max for that like i respect, I, him, for that, he's yeah. down to I respect him for that because a lot of the time the smash community is just too afraid to do things so shouts to max for not being afraid it's not even about yeah. being right or wrong like he genuinely loves the game he cares about the game he's very knowledgeable and he's just trying to see what's best like he's experimenting with stuff so shouts to Max. But yeah, let's make big moves is coming up. I want to see how Ramen feels about, you know, like the top seeds, who he thinks will do well, who he thinks could uh, do well and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, in terms of my bracket, this is actually my first time looking at it as we're uh, as we're oh, doing bracket this. reveal. Let's go. Because um, I mean, you said it got switched up, right? I think it might have at least a little bit, but I I'm projected to fight like who you'd expect, though. I see, like, Spargo and Riddles. Light, and uh, you're guaranteed to play light if y'all both go, so. Yeah, I play light every tournament, so. Uh, yeah, before that, it'll be, like, Anathema, Dark Wizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's not, like, the biggest surprise ever. I haven't played Wizzy in a while, like, but... Um, in terms of like the super high seeds, I, I I see Riddles is going light, Spargo, Sonics is the first seed of this event, which is um, interesting. It's interesting, but at the same time, it's like not a surprise either. Um, I see in here. It, it feels like a coin flip for first. Yeah, Sonic Spargo. Like, I I wouldn't be yeah, mad at either like one. Yeah. yeah. Ocola's gonna be here, which is cool. Leo's oh here. yes, finally. Yeah, Mutes, uh Quid, which is cool. Uh, Peebnut will be there, who just won DreamHack Atlanta, which is cool. Peep. Uh, it's pretty mm. stacked, honestly. Yeah, Wrath is here, who's been uh, improving recently, I would say, like or at least attending more things. Mutes, Shattuck. 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 Tilde. Meister. Tilde. Yeah. I feel like there's like some names to look out for more than others, e- either because they're on the rise or because they're big names who haven't been playing as much. Um, so players like Cola are interesting for that reason. I would say Riddles is an interesting one because he, for as high of a seed as he usually is, it uh, he's not attending as much as like Spargo or Sonics or me or or, or Light or DeBuzz or something. So as I don't of know. recent, yeah. Oh, is DeBuzz going? The buzz is going, even though he's been grinding Steve, he's going to the Steve Band event. Because oh, now he doesn't have to grind Steve to true. beat Steve. He can just use characters. Now, and he like, has a free if he loses. He doesn't have his main. So. Oh, true. <laughs> I, hate, I hate when tournaments ban your main, bro. It's fucked up. The, the buzz can lose and just be like, well, I didn't have my main, so it's oh, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Top 16, but I didn't have access like, to my main. When you play a character, it helps like learning the matchup, you know. So yeah, true. I'm sure, he's better against Steve right now. I've been going to a couple Steve, locals, sure. just like getting a bunch. I've played like four or five sets versus Steve in like two weeks in tournament. So it's a good practice. Um, 
not for this event in particular. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, practice is always a good practice, just in general. That's literally like there's no better practice you can get in for a bunch of reasons. If you want to win a big tournament, you're probably going to have to beat Aquila. And if you want to win in general, you're going to have to play probably a bunch of Steve players. Yeah, so. exactly. And it's like a hard matchup to learn because he has like a huge box of like tricks and like stuff yeah. you need to know about. So okay, always uh, tough to learn. Just, just a real quick note, um, just some history on Let's Make Big Moves. One of the first big ultimate events to come out. Yeah. I think it's the uh, first it big the first one, yeah. It was the very first big ultimate event, which yeah. um, you won? Yeah. You won the very first one. Um, yeah. And now this tournament is interesting because, one, it's you know held by T.O. Joe and Max. Shout out to both of them. They make amazing events, right? And on top of that, hasn't it always been defended by a Tri-State champion? Yeah. I believe so, right? Because Quid is really? Tri-State. Yeah, because Gavin won, Quid won, Gavin won. <laughs> yeah but yeah. I, a, a tri-state player has always won this event i right? think i think this oh. time specifically it will be the hardest for you think this one's okay gavin i need you to lock the fuck in and keep <laughs> this going all right okay you've been doing good recently gavin huh you've, you've been, been doing, doing good recently and there's no fucking steve at this event i need oh, you to lock the fuck in i have not been doing well re- when when did i do well oh. I thought you did well at Watch the Throne, man. I, I know that fifth. Yeah, Watch the Throne. Like, dude, what did I, I do? I, I want to hear Ramen, Charles. What okay. did I do at Watch the Throne, Ramen? Well, I just feel like when I watch your <laughs> matches recently, like you're good. You're not bad, you know? I, I can tell. Spitting. You're, just, you're a good player, and you're my favorite, one of my favorite players to watch. And you pick Sephiroth. Um, my bad. I'll, I'll, I will say specifically your Diddy. I, like, you're Sephiroth still fun to watch. <laughs> Your Sephiroth is fun to watch, but I like I just love watching your Diddy more. Thank you. I appreciate that because I feel like you're the type of guy that might not like Diddy Kong. So I actually appreciate that. I, I don't like Diddy Kong that much, but I do like <laughs> I like your Diddy. Thank you. You play him you play him differently. So Thank like you, more right? technical. That's actually a good there. topic. Who are your favorite players? I was about to say that. Yo. My favorite players to watch. Um yeah. Void used to be one of them before he uh, you know, yeah. played started playing whatever that. he's playing right now. Whichever game of the month it is for yeah, him right something. now. <laughs> um, That's something right now. Uh, right now, it's probably you, Web. Um, I like watching Cola a lot. I like watching Light a lot. Uh, those are like pretty standard picks. I like watching Riddles too. Uh. Um, Guto is hype to watch, uh, but <laughs> I don't, don't like fighting him. Disclaimer. You know, disclaimer. <laughs> Uh, Guto is annoying to watch when you're cheering for somebody that's fighting against Guto, and he has a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stressful. But any when the roles are reversed and you're cheering for Guto, and he has waft, it's like always hype. You it's know, always like, yeah. come back. Um, yeah. that's pretty much it, I'd say. What about you guys, actually? I personally like Guto, Zachary. Uh, I like Peepnut a lot. I like. I like Diddy. I like Mudes. Um, mm. Oh, Mudes is hype. I feel like I'm missing. So- oh, there's a DK player from my region named Uh-oh. which is the goat. The goat. Also, Chunky Kong. Uh, oh, Chunky Kong, dude. He be oh, labbing, yeah. bro. Oh, I have like a new. Because the only Smash I watched lately is uh, Tori Guri's banjo, actually. That's the one I watched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hype He's as good. He is, he is hype, but. He makes Banjo look like a really good character. <laughs> I've, I've been playing Banjo 
the most lately, so I, I usually watch Tory Green. Oh, my right before LMP. Like, yeah, what just the no- fuck oh. are you doing? <laughs> you should play some banjo. Bro is laughing banjo setups when he's got to defend home turf this weekend? <laughs> nah, yeah. you should just play some banjo, man. The last two days, I've only played banjo. I can't. Oh, um, I have faith in your banjo. I've been trying, bro. Uh, but when I go I to like locals, I, when I go to locals, I do solo duty though. So it's, ba- right. it's balance. Ah, balance. Oh, it's balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> balance and fun, I guess. Like, but yeah, I wanted I wanted to know your favorites because I feel like I've never asked you that. Oh, Chuck, who's your favorite players to watch? Well, okay, Light, Connie, Nabe. We can skip them. No, no, Light, no, Void, uh, it's, <laughs> Void. It's like Tweak, Void, Light, Gavin. Zachary. That's. I, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll keep it at four. What about Cola? Cola's fun to watch. Cola I mean, is- uh, there's a lot of players that are fun to watch, but I have yeah. to strap down and pick four, if right? If we're locking it down, I mean, can we not use Gavin? Like, it's like, come on. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. not use Gavin. So I'm going to not I, use Gavin. Okay, I, I will give you the archetype of players I like to uh, watch. I really like to watch innovative players, not players that just take a base game plan and be like, oh, like this character is broken, and if you spam this move here, and if you spam this move here, it's really, really effective. I like watching very creative players do like really creative and different things, and all four of those players that I listed are very innovative, and they change the game. So that those are players like they, when when I see Smash, and then some player does something different, and it feels like it widens my vision of Smash, and it's like holy shit, this game has like way more options than i even thought because like this player's doing x y or z like light in like completely innovative fox in smash 4 with smash stick when everyone was like oh perfect pivot tilts are like broken i still stand by that i still think it's more broken but he still showed a different way to play fox that was very effective especially towards the end where he started like outplacing larry or get as good as placing as larry right which yeah. was like pretty fucking wild because larry was the best fox for such a long time by smash far. yeah yeah, so I, to me, it's like in innovative players. I miss Larry. Goat. That what is mean? a that Gavin. Is a he's goat. still around. You can just go to the stream. Say hi. True. I, I, I do. Pull up I every do. Now yeah. And then. yeah. Okay. Okay. Just pull up. Yo, Larry. I, I just talked to Larry like a few days ago. I was about so, to say, when's the last time you saw him? Um, not too long ago. I think in Canada. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, and he comes to Europe like frequently too. Mm-hmm. So even before he came to Canada, because I think his girlfriend is German, so he he goes for uh, a bunch of events in Europe so while he's visiting his girlfriend. More than me, bro. In that period when I didn't see you at all, I saw Larry a lot more than you. Um, but yeah, I love Larry. That's my goat. Yeah. <laughs> I've been telling him to play Fox for a while, but he just doesn't like playing Fox as much as playing Falco, like yeah. fun wise. But I think recently he's been trying Fox a little bit more. Dude, Fox is just just all you got to do is be fast. That's it. Like there there's so many places where the game is simplified where it's like, you know what? You can be a god and react, which he is good at reacting, so he can just reactionary tech chase and he has that like gift and experience, or you can make him coin flips because dash tech is so meaty. So you just turn things into coin flips or if you so if you're bad, coin flip. If you're good and you're locked in, tech like just react. It's like me with Cloud, bro. I just can't do it. You can't. Just- I feel like, yeah, like Cloud, in theory, should be the character you should be playing, but <laughs> you just can't do it, you know? I can't do it. I don't well, know Well, in why. theory, the character you should be playing is Game Watch. Banjo and Kazooie. Ain't Game no Watch covers way. all of Diddy's bad matchups, dude. You shit on Fox. I have a secondary, like, yeah. Dude, I have a Game Watch. Game Watch secondary, secondary is 
and say I just I just do solo maintenance. Videos, to be honest, I don't I don't mind doing it. Oh, we get to ask Ramen because Ramen's again. Ramen, who do you think Gavin should play alongside Ooh, Diddy? Kong? Yes, yes. Why what is do you this think? the topic? Yeah, it's always the topic. You, you don't like Cloud, do you, Gavin? No, that's so unfortunate. It would be such a good like. It would, yeah. It would be good. Um, let me think. From all your characters from your lineup, I think Loki maybe. Bring back the PT. Oh no! Oh, you should. Okay, what if Quid wins? Let's make moves. Right? If he Quid wins, that means you have to start playing PT again. Okay. Shake on, on it right now. PT believer. They're shaking our heart, right. Quid. If right, you, right. we don't. We is Quid attending? Let's welcome. I know he's been busy yes, with yes, school. Yes. Oh, he is. Okay. I know. Right. I, I heard he was busy with like college and stuff like that. <laughs> I think PT is a little bit underrated, but maybe under, not PT. Then, if you don't want to play PT. We don't have, we, 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 you know, listen, we don't have to get into that right now. What about Sonic? That sounds like a fun character. <laughs> hey, whoa, we recently mentioned that. Why are we going to the darkness already? Oh, I want to tell Ramen what character he should play. <laughs> we I mean, we tell him every week. Like, I just want to play Sheik and yes. have fun and enjoy playing this game, you know. So these are characters Ramen I don't hate be, myself. These are characters Ramen would be good with. Who? Sheik? Mm-hmm. Um... Joker, you yeah, would be good with Joker. Joker. I could see it. Um, Yo, I've been playing Young Link recently. So you, should I, play, oh, you should play oh. Young Link because I like Young Link. Young Link is fun. Way. I think I think Joker and Sheik are really good for you. Uh, I got that's a lot about, of that's about it. To be honest, I should. I want to see. <laughs> that's it. Gabby, you, you, <laughs> you, you can't play nobody. It's 90 hey. characters in this it's game. It's like this but, guy hey. can only play Sheik and Joker. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying, why would you play someone else? Like, but, but do you even think Sheik and Joker cover each other's bad matchups? I could, like, I could see his, not really. I could, your Young Link is already really good. And Young Link no, is but the thing is, I only want to play Sheik right now. And then I, I only, right now, mm. I've been playing a lot of Cloud recently too. But like, it's so hard to catch up with Cloud right now. Who is the best um, scared character for him? Like, I don't know. Cloud, it's Cloud, it's Cloud. It's, you don't, it is, it is Cloud. In, in theory, it's Cloud. But I've been going Crom. Oh Rosa. my God! Stop! Listen! Listen! Stop! No, shut the fuck up, Charles. Listen. <laughs> okay, I, I've been beating your best Rosa in like the last two sets with Crom, and I've only dropped one game. And that oh, matchup is hard with Sheik. Like I play against him in friendly. It is yeah. hard. It's hard. And it's hard. Like I'm, I'm not winning. Like I'm usually losing. And then in the last two best of fives we play, I only dropped one game with Krom. So like, oh, and man. the Buzz has lost the Japanese Krom before in Japan. So before you start judging me, Charles, all right? I put some thought into it. Just Rosa though. Like who cares? Just I mean, yeah, to be fair, Rosa and Ulamar. That's it. That's and, fine. Uh, I mean, you you played Krom for three years. Like, I just want to do like. What Gavin does, and just pretty much play solo chic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I have a hot take, though. I have a hot take. I think Ramen's bayonetta would be super good. Yo, maybe. I've been. I, I have considered it. I have I, actually. I knew it. I knew it. I actually have considered it. No cap. Like I actually have considered. I it. think. I think that my three suggestions are chic, Joker, and bayonetta. There you go. Lock mm. it in. Mm. The bayo, mm. huh? For some reason. Mm. 
Like, cause I understand, like I'm a sword person too, in a way, and you're a sword person too. But I think for yeah. ultimate swords are not for us, bro. And ultimate swords are not for us. Yeah. Like I don't like playing Mithra that much. Yeah, exactly. Like, like so you gotta, you gotta just tap more into your Sheik side. So you gotta play like Sheik or Joker, Bale, like something more like that. And I'm just tapping into my Scrimblo side, bro. I'm just playing Diddy and Banjo. <laughs> banjo <laughs> you know okay banjo in there. It, it's so hard because every time i talk to you guys about these character lineups i feel like you're not coming in like year one mentality where it's like i'm just trying to fucking win like whatever it takes to win this is like year six this is like see me in, see me in, in what is the next smash smash six yeah. ultimate deluxe see me in ultimate deluxe like everyone was saying see me in ultimate at the end of smash 4 everyone is in that mode right now just okay see but like i've done this for x amount of years fuck it i'm just gonna play this to the end see me in fucking deluxe bitch like that's that's okay but, start out, but not completely you, you know because charles i've been competing for like 15 hey. years you know i get it like, i get it i'm not just gonna wake up tomorrow and have newfound motivation <laughs> to like <laughs> to like become the best player in the world and pick play up Steve, Steve, you know, yeah. in the morning, play Elite Smash all day. You know, I'm not gonna do that, Charles. Grind your nail combos. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's not in the cards for me, unfortunately. <laughs> me neither. I've been doing it for like ten years or something. So yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, I can't. Not so go. I I like playing Sheik, and I actually do think Sheik is good in this meta. Like I wouldn't Agreed. play. She's I wouldn't just play Sheik if, like, she was only fun, you know? Because then I'd just play low tiers. Because some of the low tiers are fun, but they suck. Um, but Sheik still has some potential, and I, I do believe in her. And, like, when I look at players like WebJP um, and how they've been doing recently, even, like, players that aren't as optimal as Web, like Rox, um, or, like, uh, a lot of the Japanese Sheiks as well, not just Aim. I've played, I've played both of these players. Yeah, they're good, and this thing... I, I include myself in this as well. Um, like a lot of the Sheik players, top level Sheiks, they still have a lot of room for improvement, like conversion wise. Especially if you like look at like even the Void's combos, even though Void doesn't play anymore, his old combos are probably better than <laughs> the combos that some of the Sheik top players have been doing right now, yeah. um, excluding WebJP. So I still have a lot of hope for the character, and I enjoy playing yeah. the character. So I'm just going to play Sheik for now. She's and top a, a little bit of Chrom, like 1% Chrom. Just like, just for Rosa and Olimar. Just for Demar. Just for Rosa and Olimar. Those are just bad matchups. Those are bad matchups, you know. That's fair, yeah. I mean, I can yeah. see Olimar being pretty rough for Sheik. You're, you're yeah. just, like, hits don't really do well against the Pikmin being latched on to you. Chrom Rosa is so free. It might be, like, one of the worst matchups for Rosa. Like, no oh. cap. It Damn. feels so free. So. I'll, I'll just have to blame. I mean, I can't, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Probably like who? who I mean, I played the, the Buzz ones with in Chrom Rosa and when the game three last stock, and I forgot what tournament it was. Though. It was like an American tournament. Could have had it, but you know it was in the cards. But Chrom Rosa is pretty good because unlike Roy Rosa, Chrom uh, doesn't have any star spots. So pretty much any hit like has knockback or doesn't uh, has knockback against Zuma. So it's really easy to take out Luma. And F-Tilt at the edge, like Chrom ledge trapping is Rosa. Way too broken. Anyway, we don't have to talk too much about Chrom. Yeah, this is insane. But, uh, are, are you guys not just interested at all in like, picking up Corrin? Because I feel like Corrin and oh. uh, Out are like the two hot sword characters right now. Yeah, yeah. And they're both, in my opinion, pretty pick up and go. Pretty in my, I, I think they're pretty simplistic. Yeah, they are. Um, 
which I, I'm not saying they're like easy to play. You still have to be a good player, but like the base concepts and the base game plans are there. Do you guys just not like, do you guys feel like you're just not attracted to those characters? They're just too not... slow. Okay. Too slow. I, uh, I, I think Corrin is actually pretty fun, but like not nearly as fun as like my favorite characters. Like, I see, I see. Okay. Uh, but yeah, those are the characters to play right now. I mean, honestly, I've been going to more tournaments in general rather than just like the big ones every once in a while. And I'm trying to see how I feel after like if I attend like a bunch of tournaments and if I like catch too many L's, if I'll actually find the motivation to like play something different. But for now, I don't feel like I have to. So I'm just going to play what I like. And like just I'm attending more than usual. And if something changes because of that, then maybe. But I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, I could say the same thing about Diddy as I as Raman just did for Sheik. I think Diddy can win any tournament. It's really, really, really hard. <laughs> but I think he can, and I think I can with Solo Diddy as well. Like, I truly believe in myself in any bracket. I just need to keep going, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... By the time I'm ready, Smash Six might be out, but and he's gonna be playing. Banjo. See me in Deluxe, dude. Oh. Yeah, Banjo, like low key, I'm rooting for Tori Guri this weekend at Umaburra, bro. Like, he's Banjo. he's hyped to watch, dude. He, he goes is. in. He doesn't cap. He fucking holds yeah. W. This elite Smash propaganda about Banjo being the most boring character in the game. I'm sick of it. I'm calling everyone out. It's kind of funny to make fun of Banjo and call him lame. But he is not the poster child for being lame in Smash Ultimate. I'm sick of this. There's so much other lame. There are characters. way more problems on this earth than Banjo Kazooie, all right? <laughs> not on Elite Smash, what? On Elite <laughs> Smash, he may be the number one problem, but <laughs> who cares? We don't care about that. Damn, Torgory just did like this crazy 41%. conversion. <laughs> yeah, like 40. Look at that down smash. That's the most active smash tech, bro. Okay, so honestly, like Gavin, just know if you pick Banjo, like if you go down like 2 0 or something against yeah, somebody and you pick Banjo, I am going to record myself having the meltdown. Like, I know. I, I, I just I'm know. Sorry I'm in advance. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Like, I just you, could, you should do it, Gavin. I was down 2 0 at my local because my last local, I, I got second to Syrup Steve. And I was down and I didn't switch. So that's pretty cool, right? Like I stuck it out and just oh, took pretty the L. Good. I took okay. the L, bro. I just You're kept bidding. playing Diddy and I took the L, okay? Oh, that's pretty good. W I didn't w. go Sephiroth. I didn't go Banjo, even though I beat Syrup with Sephiroth last time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe that's good news going into let's make big moves, you know? I'm going to play some Diddy Con. That's what I'm talking about. Just having faith in my character. You know I mean? Roman, quick question. Uh, just... <laughs> Sure. I like to push. I like to push some agendas and narratives. So, uh, Let's do it, man. that's why I'm here. Wait, Void is going to Japan. Sorry. Yeah. All right. What yeah, do Void you think? What do you think about Gavin playing Sora? Just ask, dude. I think Sora is broken. Yeah, I think Sora is so broken. People don't realize it yet. It's He's crazy. Broke, bro. He's so. Bro- I actually. Oh, because you you I'm have a very to high experience that. Have you yeah. played? Have you played him? We've played friendlies a lot, like multiple days, oh. like many many hours. So that character is so fucked up and nobody knows yet. And everything, everybody thinks I'm crazy. 
when I told him Suarez like top six or like this is higher. Okay, <laughs> up, my guy, Ooh. my guy, dude, he's he's a bro. I say ten. I don't want to have any. I mean, this is treatment but, I get, Charles, from your type. Sora I I, mean, I, well, I I think Sora is good too. And right when Sora came out, everyone was calling me dumb for thinking Sora is good. And they're like, "Oh, Zachary just won that one tournament." Da, 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 da. I'm like, "Dude, like this character has guaranteed shit. Like if you just Literally. lab it out and look at it, it's just it is fucking insane. And it doesn't necessarily have to be touch of death. Like if if you can zero to sixty someone off of a simple conversion, off of just hitting there over and over again, like it's not that crazy. <laughs> like fuck, dude, it's, it's not that crazy. As a as a fellow nair spammer, like it ain't that wild, guys. His nair is so good that I'm gonna explain to you guys how good his nair is. Okay, so first of all, it's a combo starter that does like. A shit ton of damage. Yeah, just on his one two, three for fair and air are like sixteen to eighteen damage, yeah. even without. Yeah, the combos. makes no sense at all. <laughs> at all, the disjoint on his nair is so good that you know how pyre players will go on a platform and down tilt on the platform or like down air on the platform, so hoping people would like jump into it. When I was fighting Rocker, he was doing that, but he was just doing nair in place on the platform the entire time. And I, <laughs> Literally, I'm not even kidding. You can watch the tournament set. He's literally stalling by going on the platform and spamming Nair in place. And I think I jumped into it once and I died at like 60. And I, then I stopped jumping into it. <laughs> but like, at least against Pyra, when Pyra downers or like when she down tilts, it's a tight window, but you can punish it. There's a little bit of risk to it, but you, you can do it. Against Sora, like his, the risk award on his Nair is just not okay. Like even like besides the platform stuff, even at like 70 to 80, if he just does rising there out of shield, or just not even out of shield, just rising there, he can just get a kill off of it. And if you shield it, he can drift away and he has like mix ups with like yeah. his multiple hits. Um, it's just too good. That character's too good, but he's people don't know good. yet. I think France knows because Rocker sticks out Guto and like 3 1s, <laughs> like fucking uh, Ruffalo, or no, 3 0 Ruffalo. He beat everybody that tournament. And then people started to realize a little bit, but now they forgot again. So I'm just yeah. here to remind everybody that Sora is broken still. Sora yeah, is my guy. And Gavin, you should play him. Agreed. You should play him. I really oh, don't. Ramen I don't really like Kingdom Hearts or Disney, and and by don't really like, I mean I kind of hate. Both just pretend <laughs> it's a Donkey Kong character. Oh, Sephiroth and Cloud are in those. Like what? Yeah, but they're not Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just just think kingdom of hearts it as so random a smash me. brothers character not a kingdom hearts character there you go that's not how gavin's brain works <laughs> that's not gonna work gavin's just like i can't touch something that bro strange. i'm really excited to play see that. what players across the two big tournaments ramen what players are you most excited to watch i'm oh, assuming cola is one of them because of what we talked about already but i'm excited yeah. to see cola tournaments especially now because it doesn't happen as frequently as before yeah, so it's like more of a special occasion to see Coline like top thirty. You know, um, yeah. I'm excited to see how Apollo Kage does in Japan. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm really sure. looking forward to see how he does because like the Japanese have a different play style than like uh, Americans, I'd say. Yeah, um, and also there's different characters that are more like popular in Japan yeah. than uh, in NA. So um, and also like a lot of the Japanese players have experience against Snake because Dio. Um, Hurt, uh, Shogun, you know, those were all like amazing snake players, like arguably top five snake players in the world, at least when they were playing because Shogun retired now. Um, yeah. So yeah, really interested to see how Apollo Kage does, honestly. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the the bracket is not out for Umubor just yet, but just to go over some of the top seeded players and I guess even just the players traveling, we got Akola, we got T, Shuton, Gluttony, Amsa, which is cool, uh, Cosmos, Mia, Raito, Zamba, Void, Kameme, Abadongo, Yoshidora, Osimo, Ken, Zachary, the Goat, Gak, Choco, Kirihara. Yo, Kirihara going to tournaments? And Sheik. Oh, yeah, I heard Kirihara is playing Sheik. That's dope. Oh, um, that's interesting. Uh, Shiki, we got Niatono. DK Bill is going? Okay, W. Huh? Damn, that, that is an Omega throwback. Okay. Kome, um, Umeki. Let's, let's go, Umeki. Masa, the really good Falco. Uh, obviously, I, 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 I can't read Japanese, so some of the players that are just in Japanese text, I don't know. Ouch? Is this like ouch from Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ouch is like going. It. That's looks, dope. AK, yeah. There's a lot of players. I'm very interested. Jackal? Wait, is that? I don't like... think he's actually making it. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't seem Base right. Mage? Base Mage is Base going? Base Mage is going, yeah. Jackal was talking about it, but I don't think he's actually going to be. I didn't see anything on Twitter, at least. But it looks Kara. like that Canada group is like making the trip together or something, or like that like PNW Canada area or something, because I see Captain L. Yo, what was going? Daniel. Who's huh? going? Raflo? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Raflo's going. Oh, shit. Kanagabe will be there. Has Buto or Raflo competed in Japan? No. Oh, Nate so this as well. But Japan, is Japan closer to uh, Europe than the U.S.? I, it, it's kind of... If you're like... Uh, Eastern Europe? Yeah. If you're like... Oh, if you're like California or like um, West Coast, then I'm not sure how far it is. To travel to Japan, how, how far is the flight from like LA to Japan? Uh, probably like you go through, through the other side of the world, right? Yeah, like you got to fly over the whole Pacific Ocean. I've right. done LA. Wait, let me think. It's like like nine hours or something like that. Uh, it's probably, it's about bad. the same. It's about the same. It's about the same. Okay. Yeah, at least from the Netherlands. Yeah, because you're on like the same piece of land, so, yeah, I so it, but it's a very large piece of land, so it's pretty it's, it's a long flight, but it's their first time there for Gluto and uh, Raflo. I'm fairly certain. So, um, I've been trying to convince Gluto to go to uh, Japan for a while now, and uh, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck in 2024. If you want to farm to be like globally ranked, you need to go to Japanese tournaments. That's just oh yeah, for that's sure. just how it is. And like Japan is also the strongest region. They also have a bunch of players that played that play like obscure characters too. So if you want, I always said this, and this is even, even when I coached uh, Gavin on TSM and even when I coached Void as well, before Genesis, Genesis usually would have, sometimes they would have another tournament on the same weekend for Japanese players. So I would always say the best boot camp, and this was like known throughout the Smash community since like Brawl, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The best place to boot camp before Genesis or before a Smash Con or before an Evo, where is it? You go to Japan for a month maybe even longer two weeks to a month you go to japan you play all those players you get the you get a the widest variety of character matchup knowledge right and they're really good and if they have a big tournament on the same weekend as genesis you don't have to worry about running to any of their top players in bracket so you can go all out you don't have to hold back any tech right you just play grind and then you go to genesis or whatever american tournament and it's funny because that was like the tech that was the sauce back then, right? That everyone knew of back in Brawl and Smash Four. But now it's like become the point where it's like, well, if you want ranking, you need to go to Japan. So I, I think it's really cool yeah. that Japan has always been that spot to 
uh, grind and get better because we all knew that like the concentration of talent like was just the best there, right? But now it's to the point where you know they've grown their scene so large, which I'm very happy for. The the Japanese Smash scene has worked so hard to get where they are now, right? Even their YouTube viewership, their average YouTube viewership amongst like Smash videos and stuff are so high. So they did a really good job of like marketing everything and just everything within their own community. So it's really sick to see. And now if you want to get ranked, you have to go there because all the biggest tournaments for ranking wise are there. So it's, it's, it's so interesting to see all these players go to Japan for the first time. It's like, Oh snap. I wonder how AK or Gluto will do right. Or flow yeah, first time in Japan. Cause it's, I mean, I would love to hear. So, Gavin, you've never competed in Japan, right? No. Ramen, what was what was your experience like the first time competing in Japan? How like I guess culture shock or even just like playstyle shock, quote unquote, right? Because the playstyle is different too, right? Uh yes. I feel like they're a little bit more disciplined. At least in, in they were in Smash 4. And it's a little bit similar in Ultimate as well. Um and there's a lot more character specialists in Japan. Like they don't really care about uh what People say is like the best character, or like they don't really care about tier lists. Like at least Western tier lists, they just play whoever they want, from what I've seen. And because of that, there's like a lot of character specialists in Japan. Um, so if you're not too familiar with like certain matchups, they might catch you off guard with like a weird character you haven't seen in like at any tournaments or like in Europe. Yeah. Um, so that could definitely happen to like uh, a lot of the American players. Um, it would be interesting to see their bracket. Actually, I don't know if brackets are already out. I don't know if they're out for... No, the brackets are not out. I just oh, kind of okay, listed okay, yeah. the uh, the players that are on the attendees list on more on the higher side, which I'm assuming they're higher seated. So, yeah. That's cool to go over all those uh, all those names and stuff. Looking forward to both of these tournaments. Uh, one, one topic I wanted to cover before we end the show is, I mean, we do have Ramen on the show. He's been, you know the best uh, like the best european player for a lot for multiple smash games and still remains one of the best european players as of today and i mean how i'd love to hear like your a to z of just the european smash scene and like the history of the european smash scene because sure. you guys have worked so hard and now in ultimate you guys have so many sick ass tournaments with like crazy production and you're even globally ranked i think this is the strongest europe has ever been i mean because you could argue in terms of peaks, you had really high peaks in Smash 4, but even Gluto feels like he's kind of breaching into that top five as well, right? In Ultimate, oh, yeah, in terms of peaks. Sure. Like, I, I feel like Europe still has really great peaks in Ultimate, but there's also a bunch of other players coming up as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Ramen. Sure, yeah. And, um, you know, you guys can ask anything while I'm saying this, but I mean, for me, it pretty much started in Brawl. Um, I went to, well, first I played on All's Brawl which uh, back in the day, we had Smash 4s and we had All's Brawl. And uh, on All's Brawl, there was like an online ladder type of thing. And I competed on the ladder. And uh, I think I got like top 10 one season. And on All's Brawl, like your flag is behind your name. Um, so a Dutch TO hit me up and pretty much asked me if I could, you know, if I wanted to go to a tournament like in the Netherlands. And uh, it was like a house tournament with like, I don't know, 15 people, 16 people, nothing too crazy. That's pretty big back then. What the heck? <laughs> no, it was for Brawl. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It wasn't that many tournaments or that many people. Um, but I think I got fourth at that tournament. And then that's pretty much how like Smash started for me in Europe. And then the first big like European tournament uh, was TSL. And you can actually still look this up on YouTube because it's all made a montage. Uh, of it 
Um, let me see. I don't know if I can look it up myself, but you can find it on Izzo's channel. Uh, and that was the first big EU major, pretty much, in Brawl. And uh, I don't know if anybody remembers the old Brawl top players, but there was a French oh, Medley yeah. player called Chaos. Yep. Um, and he won the tournaments. And I got second, so pretty good for, like, the first EU major. Yeah. Um, but back then, like, we didn't have many majors. It was, like, it, it was similar in America as well. Like, how Apex was, like, the one major, like, America had. Like, Europe was in a similar boat. We just didn't have enough tournaments. And it's crazy for me to see, like, how it all started in Europe to pretty much the point it's gotten in France, especially, uh, production-wise. And also the sheer amount of like people attending, it's a little bit surreal sometimes thinking about it. Um, yeah. So it's really cool to see like our tournaments having like one uh, k entrance, you know, like comparable numbers to like America or like Japan. It's like you never really thought that was a possibility for us because in in Brawl and in Smash Four and in Melee as well, um, it felt like we always took like the back seat in like the Smash uh, scene. But in Ultimate, we've been taking, like, the spotlight, at least sometimes, a little bit. And it feels nice for a lot of European players. Because, um, sorry, I'm rambling, by the way. But, um, no, it's okay. I'll do it. No, this shit is hype. For me, I always traveled a lot. So I got some spotlight and recognition because I went to America all the time, you know. And I traveled mm -hmm. to Japan. And even within Europe, I traveled a lot. But, for example, like, a good example here is, like, Guto in Smash 4. Um, he didn't travel much in Smash 4. No. Uh, and Wario wasn't a good character in Smash 4. Wario was like low to mid tier, uh, probably low tier. Low tier. And um, the one time, or one of the few times Guto traveled to America, he beat Dark Shad. I don't know <laughs> if you guys remember that. Yes. Yeah, so that was like a crazy upset back then, like yeah. <laughs> Guto beating Dark Shad. <laughs> and um, Dark Shad was like a, one of the best Ryu players we had in Smash 4. Yeah. See, that was hype because Guto didn't travel so much and then he finally got to travel. And mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of the process that I'm always excited to see with for like a lot of European players, uh, like Reflo, for example, right now, or like Leon. When Leon started traveling after like he leveled up, it was like hype to see Leon at uh, Let's Make Big Moves, I think, when he got ninth or like one of the Let's Make Moves. So that part is like super exciting right now for Europe because all of the players are trying, starting to travel more. Starting to be more independent. Yeah. Um, Tariq's been traveling a lot more recently. Yeah. Like. And Tariq's been popping off recently as well. So and Quick's been doing good. So it's interesting to see how everybody's going to do, especially at Umabura. We always talk about how the game is just—it's becoming more global, and it's just—it feels a bit more well-rounded in terms of more connected. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to say, uh, as someone who's been around for a while, but ramen's been playing competitively even longer than me is getting into smash i i basically got into competitive smash through like highlight videos and montages and stuff so a lot of my the way i viewed the game is based off of players like like ramen because um he had highlight videos and stuff like Ooh, that. So, shit was clean, Messiah. Ooh, the goat. I would go video. I would make. I would. Blush, man. <laughs> I would consider that video to be um, the best Smash highlight video. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's man. kind of it's kind of interesting. So in terms of trying to like master your craft, like getting into Smash and trying to be cool, essentially, you know, you kind of 
look up to something like that to replicate it. Um, so a lot of my play style starts there. And then when it comes to competitive with Smash 4, um, not only is Ramen like considered like, you know, creative and innovative, he's also he's also was a consistent high placing tournament person. Like it's not even just like a guy who can do cool combos. Now it's like, okay, this is also a guy who <laughs> will beat you in tournament. You know what I mean? Like cons- like consistency, like hard to hit, like that type of thing. Um, so I feel like ramen is a, was a goal for players like my age in like more ways than one. Right. And then I started playing against them a bunch. I started playing against them in tournaments a couple times. So that's very interesting for me to think about. Um, and I'm sure I've ramen and I have rambled about like videos and like old school smash for all the time, but Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, that's just an interesting thing to think about. It's just how, how things connect. Cause I mean, I don't even think I will ever truly realize how crazy Charles and I's relationship is because once again, Charles was a part of like videos and stuff like that for brawl back in the day. And I was like a kid who'd never been to a tournament watching them. And then all of a sudden he's like my coach. in, in- <laughs> <laughs> So like my relationship with like all of you guys is, is very interesting in that kind of way. But yeah, I, I was going to say it's, it's interesting for my POV as well. Cause yeah. to me, the first time I saw you, you're like this kid walking with like a Gatorade bottle at like a smash tournament at like a major. And I remember you were good friends with Sean, like K9 and I was yeah. good friends with Sean back then. Yeah. And one of my best I, friends. I think that's how we kind of started talking. That was like yeah. a while ago, but I was going to say it's interesting from my POV because your POV is interesting too. You know, like looking up yeah. to like all these smash players, like me taking all these old veterans, but from my yeah. POV, it's like interesting seeing like these younger players, like you or like Leo, for example, like uh, growing up and shaping up yeah. into like uh, the person you are today, like and especially at like tournaments and stuff, rooting for you guys. I'm just like, damn. Like I've known this guy since he was practically not a kid, but like I've known a him kid. for a while, you know. And seeing every step along the way of your growth has been, even though I'm not your like uh, parent or family member or anything, but <laughs> somehow it makes me feel proud. Yeah. Even even well, if I didn't, even if the- I didn't influence it, you know, even if I in some way. Or she might have not have influenced it. Just seeing it and being part of the process is always like something I look forward to every tournament and every time we talk. Honestly, not to sound weird, but I feel like when I was growing up, like it, I did view you in that regard, like more like a like a brother type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, because you know, playing Smash, like getting better, and like also like you know, trying to formulate the way I play the game, and that it's kind of weird. Like basically the goal was always to be like, to find the balance between like really cool stuff and seeing like how you can make that useful to actually win tournaments. That's always my goal as well. Yeah. My goal. Like I, like we just talked about the way I play Diddy and like, I feel like the reason why it might be a little different is because that goal is like maybe not the most common thing. Um, like I try to find something weird and like see like oh how useful is this against Spargo, <laughs> like you know what I mean like and like figure it out that way. But yeah, no, I that stuff is is crazy. It's just crazy how many years have gone gone by and how everything connects. I guess that's yeah yeah. It is wild to think about. Yeah, it's the same for me with with me and Leo. Like I remember seeing Leo for the first time. He literally yeah. didn't even speak English, like, at yeah. all. You were, you were one of the first Leo believers, right, Ramen? Yeah. Let him know, Ramen, let yeah. him know. I mean, I, I feel bad at this point because I've already told people so many times, you know. Um, but I did go to Mexico for the first time when uh, – or, I'm sorry, I lost to Leo as one of the first top players outside of Mexico. Actually, as the first top player outside of Mexico. So I saw Leo when he was pretty much at his youngest in his Smash career. 
and it's just funny to see how far he's come since yes. then. Because um, not just the Smash aspect, but just him as a person. Because like I said, like him going from not being able to speak English at all to this like awkward little kid to like the person he is today, it's just been like fascinating to watch. Um, yeah. And just like with Gavin, I even though I'm watching from like a distance, uh, I just feel proud to you know be there since the beginning and just see them grow into like you know the amazing people they are today. Like hosting this podcast and doing all these crazy things, getting top eight at all these tournaments. I feel like an old dad, you know. (laughs) I mean, it's just, I did not expect to be doing anything like this. Like maybe the tournament stuff, but not like podcasts. And like, it's just. Yeah, it took a wild turn in Ultimate. Like Smash 4 was big, but then Ultimate came out. And then during the beginning of Ultimate, a lot of people just blew up. And it was like wild to see. Yeah. Yeah, the game just, became so much bigger. It's just hard to say that any of this was predictable, honestly. <laughs> it like yeah. it's just I mean, that's how the career works in the first place. Like you're you're kind of just figuring it out as you go if you're like someone like a competitor or something. But um yeah, I mean that's why I, we before we went live, I'm just like surprised you weren't already on the show already. Because this type of stuff like we could talk about for, for hours. So true. You know, yeah, like, whenever we're together in person, it usually yeah. goes like that. <laughs> just talk like, I, I feel like you, we could talk about anything, Smash, like, uh, or just something that's like Smash adjacent. Um, we should talk about Rivals 2 next time when that game comes yeah, out. Yeah. Oh. Y'all have been playing Rivals 2. Actually, I haven't tried Very fun it, game. Very fun game. Fun game, yeah. Who would I play? Who would I play? Please help. Damn, Maybe Raster, Raster or like, like the Frog guy. <laughs> I forgot frog the name. Guy, okay. Rano, that's Rana. who. That's who Mars played in Rivals One. Yeah, Rana's yeah, he's really Rana. fast and like kind of flashy. Yeah. So the I, Raster has is like kind of like Mars, but with multiple jumps. I I know Raster from One. I played a little bit of One, so. Oh, okay. I don't know how comparable. Like it's the fun, smash right? attacks in the air with like the wind and like. Yeah, and he doesn't have smash attacks on the ground. He only has them in the air. So yeah. it's, it's a it's it's an interesting like. Swap, yeah. yeah. It always felt to me more like Falco, Raster. Definitely has Falco Bear. But... In Rivals one, like just a weird, like more expanded Falco type of thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he has like Marth up there and Forder, kind of. I yeah, just I remember insane. thinking he was like Wario too because he was like clapping, bro, with the wings. Oh yeah, yeah. that's his up smasher right? in, in the air. And that yeah. was strong. That joint explodes you. See, I'm like such a cat. I don't remember. I'm like so the clap, bro. Yeah. With the clap. He had this one move that did this. That's all I know. All right, but that was a great episode. We're gonna close it out here, but we're gonna keep talking about some more uh, blast from the past from you know Brawl and Smash Four days and stuff like that in the Patreon episode. If you guys want to support that, go ahead and check out our Patreon for the ten dollar tier for our guest episodes um, for the Patreon content. And yeah, go ahead and close it out, Gavin. Yeah, thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Robin, for being on the show. We should ask no you more often for sure. Returning guest confirmed. I'm always down. You just got to hit me up, honestly. I'm pretty much thank always you, down. Thank uh, you for supporting the show. Uh, thank you for supporting the Patreon. We're going to get into that. And uh, we'll see y'all after Let's Make Big Moves and Umabura. Have a good one. Goodbye, guys. Bye.